Welcome to Spot Hidden. I'm London Carlisle, the keeper of arcane lore. Watch us live on Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern on twitch.tv slash spot hidden. Now, without further ado, roll for sanity. Hello and welcome to Spot Hidden. If you're looking for some spoopy times, you have come to the right place. Once again, I'm London Carlisle, your keeper of arcane lore, and this is the show where we play Call of Cthulhu. But of course, I can't play alone, so I'm going to introduce my wonderful friends who will help me tonight with this hauntingly horrible investigation. All right, let's bring him in. Hello, hello. What's up? Oh. Why do That's I wave the same every time? It's <laughs> <laughs> a little side wave. Hello. Hello. I'm awkward. <laughs> it's good to be here. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Carousel of Progress. <laughs> anyway, I've never actually done that. <laughs> well, awesome. Thank you guys for joining me. Um, we are here thanks to the people at Chaosium for s sponsoring us and for allowing us to you know, tell these great stories each week. So who do we have here? So everyone go around and introduce yourselves a little bit. I'm London, Keeper of Arcane Lore. Who do we have over here? I'm Carly. That's it. Oh, I'm, I'm just impressed That's in it. London's ability to get the direction right. Like I know went... it's impressive. Yo, practice. It's, it's, it's like this. I'm just like, oh, see, I can't even do. I can't even do that. I was like, <laughs> uh, hi, I'm Matt. Uh, I'm an, an actor, like I said last episode. Um, <clears throat> these are my friends. Hi. We are. What's up, friends. everybody? I'm Hudson, and I'm so happy to be here. Awesome. Should we explain why we're streaming this at 10 p.m. on a Thursday night? Oh, yeah, we should probably explain that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is Just real quick. Normal time. So if you're watching this live and not watching this on YouTube, we are not streaming at our normal time. Um, we had some severe Wi-Fi issues earlier in the week for some reason. No real reason why. Um, and so we're just, we're streaming this tonight, but it's closer to Halloween. It's closer to the spooks and the haunts, um, that come with that. So if you're, you're feeling, you're feeling in that kind of mood, we're glad to have you. All right. Does, but you know, before we get started, just quick question. Are, do y'all have any like Halloween plans or, um, like any like costumes you're doing or putting together? I can't talk about mine cause it's supposed to be a surprise to one specific person. Um, she has no clue that we're all dressing as the same character. So, oh, okay. <laughs> It'll wow. be great. It's <laughs> gonna be hard to hide, but we're all in the same house. But it'll be fine. <laughs> Hudson, are you are you are you dressing up? Are you? Uh, yes, uh, Jar Jar Banks. Okay, of course. Uh, very good. Um, <laughs> Matt, are you doing anything? Not after that. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, Carly, jokes on you because Hudson, Matt, and I are all being Jar Jar. So this is just a, a, a doppelganger episode. <laughs> oh yeah. Awesome. So let's just you know let's just jump right into the game. Um, if you missed last week, um, you can go back and watch the YouTube video, or you can listen to my very brief description right now. So we are playing Cthulhu Dark Ages. It takes place in Anglo-Saxon England in the year 1000 A.D. And these three heroes that you see with me, they all came together to find this baby. There was rumors of this, this wolf that was going around the, the Burr of Totbur, um, and it was very mysterious. So they sent Daniel Smithson and Merwin Tash to go investigate this farmhouse. 
There they met a mysterious stranger named Briseis, and they all teamed up to bring this child back to Todberg. And they were successful. Not only did they return with the child, they returned with the head of this mythical wolf. Now, Briseis, he did the honors of ripping the tentacle out of this wolf's mouth, otherworldly mythos mouth. And for that, he received a sword and a horse. So now he's a sort of hero within this, this small town. But with that, you know, that new, that newfound glory, there are people wanting things, people needing help, people in trouble. And that is where we find our heroes tonight as we begin Spot Hidden. The year is 1000 AD. And we return to the Burr of Totfer. Last time, after their triumphant return to the Burr, they were approached by a man covered in blood. They would come to learn that this man's name was Alfric. Now, Daniel and Mare, when they have been familiar with Alfric for some time, he is a churl, um, so like a free landowning um, peasant, you know, free farmer there. But he is different than he normally is. Usually he is a jovial kind of fellow. He has these kind of wide-set eyes that are bright, that um, kind of just shine be, um, behind the hair that falls right in front of his face, but he is saddened. You can never really find Alfric without his, his beautiful wife, Bregswith. And she is very excited to be expecting a child. This was the talk of the town. In the evenings, they would, you know... Um, Stroll throughout the, um, stroll throughout the town alongside the river, before returning home. During the days, they would work the fields in the private plot of land behind their small, wooden home, and also sometimes outside of the palisades of Totper. But unfortunately, they found Alfric distraught. He informs them that his father, Alred, also a free farmer has gone berserk and killed Alfric's newborn son, Alston. Not only that, but Alred vanished mysteriously afterwards. But this is not just the first tragedy that Alfric has encountered recently. His wonderful wife, Brexwith, has died in childbirth. So now he's alone. And he begs the investigators to find his father. If there's anyone that can do it, it's these, these heroes who found this child out in the wilds and defeated this vicious beast. Now, he's, you know, gone and uh, announced this, this murder to the town. So everyone is kind of looking around, but he fears that his father didn't just run off, that someone might be hiding him. And that's where we find our heroes. As the door uh, is kicked open to Alred's small house. So, you investigators are going to show you just a picture of an Anglo-Saxon home there with a big thatched roof and wooden panels all around it that make up the, the place. Um, so, um, Alfred kind of opens his door and you all can peer inside and see his father's home. He looks around inside, those eyes moving from left to right as he looks for any other sign of a place that he's already paced back and forth and searched. Still not here. 
I can't believe we haven't found him yet. It's it's up to you now. Yes, just just please just scour the place, find anything you can and and just inform me of what you find, but wherever that bastard is, we will find him. And I will avenge my son. We will, Ulfric. Now, if you don't mind, we will need the time to at least find something to go off of. I hope you understand. I do. It's... Daniel, you just realize it's hard on me, right? It's... It's never easy losing a loved one, much less three. And his eyes drop. Um, his head goes to the ground. Um, from it, the light from the outside shines inside of this small, um, this small home. You can see the, the black kind of iron pot that hangs in the middle of the room above a fire pit. To the right of that is a table, like against the wall. Um, it has several, you know, earthen vessels that are on top of it. Across the room for that, you see a quiver filled with arrows. High above that, there's a crossbeam that goes across the entire house as a couple of rabbits hang from it, you know. Um, suppose it dinner for, um, for the weeks ahead. There are a couple of furs that adorn the walls as some sort of decoration, just kind of, you know, hung up, plastered across um, the white walls that are in this place. There is a simple wooden bed. There is a chest pushed against the wall on the other side of the room. There are two doors, the one you came into and the one that leads kind of out back. But it's a simple place. You can feel the crunch of the ground near your feet. And it's quiet. It's not completely dark, but few traces of light come in through the door behind you and through like a hole in that thatch roof that's right above. Merwin can see her shadow um, kind of just like in the middle of the room as the light hits her from behind and shines inside. Where would you like to begin with all of this? So to clarify, all three of us are in this house? Yes, yeah, so he led all of you here just to give this place a look. So he, he tells you that he's been here before, he's kind of gone through it, but couldn't find any traces of where his father went or where he was hiding or who might have hidden him or, you know, anything like that. Got it. <clears throat> well, Briseus, uh, I can't imagine you've done much hunting for a, well, a child killer in your day, but does anyone have any idea of what to start with, to look for? I'm going to go look in that chest because, I don't know, it seems the most obvious thing in this room, so... <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Okay, so as you go what? to the chest, yeah, so it's this, like, big honking chest. Um, it, it's, okay. it's pretty simple and wooden, but it has a pretty sturdy bolt on that. And as you try to, you know, open it up, it just catches on that, that latch there. I'm going to pick that lock. Oh, you going to pick that lock? I'm going to pick that lock. <laughs> okay, cool. Let's see. I'm just going to pull up your character sheet here. And give me that locksmith roll. First roll. That of the, is an of extreme success. Six versus eighty-one. <laughs> oh. oh yes. Okay. Like a, like a I just like barely. Oh. Just, <laughs> it's shining gold when it opens. Yeah. So Marin just like kind of struts over to the um to the chest very confidently. How have you acquired such good lock picking skills, and how do you use that in your daily life? What is that about? 
she is um I don't want to say like a rebel she's not a rebel but like she is very willing to do anything that it takes to get what she wants kind of thing not in a bad way but like if she thinks, oh, this dude's got some dirt on him, I could get some information out of this, I could write a fucking song about this, she will absolutely break into someone's house. Definitely not a bad thing. <laughs> like, absolutely, no questions asked. She won't mess stuff up, but, like, if she needs dirt on something, she'll do whatever it takes to get it. Nice. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> as Marilyn goes over to this chest and basically breathes on it, it <laughs> Um, but inside, you see several curious things with that extreme success. Um, these things weren't exactly hidden away. Obviously, this chest is just out there in the open in this home. But it's things that seem very particular, very delicate, such as this. What do you see here? Um, that is an old rusted gladius. Roman okay. Gladius. It's like bronze, but it's, you know, got the greenish on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a rusted dagger. It's a Gladius. It's different. <laughs> and we had this argument last time we tried to stream. <laughs> it is different. Dagger and chest. All right. I've read Percy Jackson. I know. <laughs> and as I said last time, it's like the sword that Brad Pitt shoved in that guy's yep. shoulder in the beginning of Troy. That's <laughs> great yeah. scene. Great scene. <laughs> Wonderful scene. So you see this. Um, and as you mentioned, this is very obviously some sort of Roman, um, some sort of Roman artifact. Um, just going to give you some more artifacts that are here. Um, you can probably guess what this is as you see the, the words Caesar printed on the side of it. Hmm. Money. Money, money, money. We're looking at a Roman coin with Caesar's skinny neck and face on it. <laughs> that he is a thin-looking man. Yeah, that, yeah. That's uh, he needs to go to the hospital. <laughs> that's bad. Ye old hospital. Uh, like see the freaking muscles in his neck and that. That's a little unnerving. <laughs> these coins are very detailed. Um. So yeah, you see these coins. You see this gladius in this big chest. You see a couple pieces of pottery in here as well. It's all very well preserved, as you know, as well as can be, and it's all in its place. Some things are even just wrapped in a simple cloth. And as you kind of you know pull that back, you just notice just more artifacts. They all seem to be. Roman in um, composition. Nature. Yeah, nature. Oh, composition. That's a good composition's good too. I like that choice. Thank you. <laughs> so these are interesting, and I'm going to like kind of pull them out and show them. All right. Well, we'll see what the other side of the house entails. Uh, uh, London mm -hmm. is uh, what is the like the floorboard is it like wooden or is it stone or is it dirt i mean yeah no so it's like mostly dirt it's like a like a okay. dirt floor it's very hard and like packed together um, but it is a dirt floor um, um you can kind of feel several like pieces of, like i guess loose stone that rolls across the bottom of your boots there okay 
Uh, Briseis would like to look around the dirt and see if there's anything that looks possibly like it's been tampered with, like possibly there has been uh, something that has been dug up and then um, dirt has been pushed back over it, you know, to hide something. Mm, okay. So for that, you're going to need to give me a spot hidden. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> We should have like a sound. <laughs> Did we make that joke last time that we should have like a soundboard that does like a <laughs> like? Sound beep, beep, beep. Yeah. Use a broom. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh my goodness. Mm. Shout out failure. To Ooh. Okay. A failure. Thirty-two versus twenty-five. Not good. Okay. Yeah, but that was close. That was close. It was close. It was close. Yeah. So um, you're looking all around the ground. So you're looking. Kind of from where you came in, you kind of walk straight back through the house, past that fire pit, um, past the fur that's stretched across the wall, back towards that chest to where Carly was, um, Merwin was. As you're looking around, you don't see anything dug up. You don't see anything out of place. Um, you do see kind of where um, the table was on the right side of the room, where the chair in front of it was pulled back and pushed up you can see the tracks of that as it leaves a crevice in that in that in the ground there you circle back around the place you don't see anything else um as far as as i mentioned anything dug up but you notice um a a snake slither past the door um and scurries away through the grass away from the place you can see it kind of snake its way away from the house Mm. I, I hate snakes. There it is. Right, well, I suppose I will look over here. And is there anything on the other side of the house, uh, uh, the other side from where Merwin is located? You mean so with the door where you came in or like on the other, like the left side of the house? Because she's, let's say she's on, so where you came in, she's straight ahead. Are you looking over to your left or to your right? Uh, where the storage might be. <laughs> Wherever uh, storage might be. Okay, yeah, so then if you're just looking for some storage, give me another spot hidden to see if you're looking, see how sharp the eye is. the implication that Merwin saw a chest and just went straight for it, didn't look at anything else, like her tunnel yeah, vision. Yeah, she's like, yo, I don't want that. <laughs> Daniel Smithson rolled a basic success for his spot hidden. Okay. All right, so... Um, yeah, so stuck in the bed frame, um, at the very foot of the bed, you see, like, a folded, um, piece of paper. It's just, like, sticking up very, very, um, inconspicuously there. It doesn't seem like it was, like, you know, placed. It's almost if, like, it just, like, had fallen and just kind of got caught there as it droops over the front of that frame there. Um, it's this. So this... As you open it, um, you can see that it's a will. As in in Allred's house, this is Allred's will that you find. Right. So With some very fancy handwriting. <laughs> and the person who probably can best read it here of all of you is Merwin. Um, That's okay. <laughs> Merwin, <clears throat> ah. what uh, what would you say this is? 
she's like holding it. Okay. Um, I'm gonna be honest. I don't really know how to read. Um, <laughs> there's a few words in here. Uh, it looks like Alfred's name is name is mentioned. If I had to guess, this is probably. Should I, do, do, you, do you just want me to go off the description that's on the? <laughs> yeah. So I wrote that. Okay. In cool. Here, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You it can looks read like that. It's um a will that's it looks like they wrote Ulfric out of it he's been disowned that accent's just getting worse as i go wow (laughs) ulfric has been disowned ulfric has been disowned (laughs) well yeehaw did you say ulfric disowned Uh, that's what it looks like London, is Ulfric in the room with us? No, he kind of left. He went back to his house that you can see on your map. Um, okay, good, because that'd be really awkward. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, nah. so he, you know, he just asked you to report back to anything you can find. He doesn't live too far away. Um, this family uh, basically owns this big plot of land, and they, they work it as well as work outside of the, the walls of Topper. Okay. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well... To be honest, I'm not quite sure what to do with this information, but it doesn't exactly pair well with the dead child. Now, yeah. now, since, you know, we have this mysterious stranger in Briseis here, um, who was, like, the main draw for Alfred to, you know, even bother you all with this? What are you thinking? What would be your next course of, you know, action here? Where do you think anything else might be. And you can give me another spot hidden roll if you would like to discern anything else or however you would like to proceed with this. Briseis right now would like to talk more with Ulfric. Okay. Yeah. And find out more information about his father. Okay. Before we leave, um, as I'm walking out the door, I'd like to do one more glance on the other side of the room here and Maybe roll for another spot. Okay, yeah. The other side of the room, basically, all you see of note there. I mean, there's that that quiver that's that's um, propped up against the wall. There's that big, uh, not tart, but that big fur that's there. Um, the bed kind of is, sits in this corner here, um, and that's mostly what you see. But give me a spot hidden. <clears throat> Daniel Smith <laughs> Smith. <laughs> Uh, is he eating his hair? Is, he also failed that spot hidden roll. Okay. Uh, okay. So... <laughs> yeah, okay, no problem. Um, so as you're just looking around, you notice that it just seems like he just up and left. There is nothing that, nothing that seems, you know, uh, dest- destroyed or disposed of. or It just seems like he really did vanish. Um, as Briseis walks out, um, give me a power roll, Briseis. Um, is there anything else that you would like to do here, uh, Merwin? Um, I want to look at the fur and the quiver closer. Okay. All right. Let's do that. I'll make theories. Briseis makes a hard success. Is 39 versus 90. I forget you have 90 power. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, noted. All right. <laughs> All right. 
That's... Well, it's funny because everybody else's spot hidden is like good, and my spot hidden is a twenty-five. So, oh. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I, feel... I have the highest. Mine's only a fifty-five. What? That's... <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Oh god! Wow. I figured you know the woodsman would have a pretty high spot hidden. Hey, so I didn't hey, worry hey, about hey, it. That much. is natural world. That is uh, <laughs> other things. I'm going like D and D ranger perception. That's just where my brain went. <laughs> he is a complicated man. He may not look it. All right. <laughs> All right. So if you want to, you know, kind of go over there with the quiver and with the fur, um, give me a, an appraise roll um, okay. to to inspect that quiver first. A hard success, 13 versus 35. Boom. Awesome. It's going to come back to bite me later. I know it is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you you haven't really seen um, arrows in this style before. But what you do know, these are historical in composition. These have, you know, Roman details in the way that they are constructed. So these were made by someone who um, was given strict instructions to do it in a specific style. Um, to add a certain flavor to it. So the person that possesses these things, they're not planning on going and shooting things with them. They're not planning on going and hunting. It's more of a decorative thing that gives respect to the Roman Empire. All right. Indeed. Now, when you think that would be any good in bringing down a deer? Um, I mean, it doesn't really look like they were made for that. They look more decorative, but... Won't lie. Find myself attracted to him. Anyway. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Merwin, now as you you move your focus from these arrows over the and over, you know, past those to the wall, give me a spot hidden. Uh, uh, there it is. Hard success, 26 versus 55. Boom. All right. Something's so, making up for me not having power for like 16 hours. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Okay. Um, so as you're looking at this, um, at this fur, you just have, a, you have a, a weird feeling about it. Something about it seems very rushed in the way that it was put up. It's almost as if it was like hiding something. Obviously, Daniel went over to this area previously and like looked around and didn't really see anything that was, you know, out of the ordinary. But you decide to take it down and behind this fur, as you slowly lower it, you see this symbol painted freshly there it looks like an upside down crescent and as you gaze upon it i mean even daniel can see it um i would like for you two to give me power rolls as well it's oh okay. boy <laughs> seems to be an upside down oh this is not gonna go well for daniel what the f called it <laughs> okay <laughs> So Wilson failed that power roll. <laughs> okay, tell the people at home what you have. I rolled a 77 versus a 60. And I got another hard success with a 21 versus a 60. <laughs> that is three in a row. Um, Yo, Marowyn is on something tonight. Marowyn had some of that uh, some of that good mead before she came up honestly. in this place. Like, <laughs> all right. 
Noted. So as Briseis makes his way back towards um Alfred's place, you all are still up there, right? Um, you approach um Alfred's house. It's about similar in size, also of wooden construction, also with a big thatch roof on it. As you approach, um, give me a listen roll. All of us. Um, just you, Briseis. I did lovely art. That's a little crescent moon in my notes. Mm. Okay. Failure. 76 versus 25. Okay, cool. So you just kind of just steadily walk up towards um, to go, you know, knock on the door there, be let inside. Um, As the door swings open, you kind of see um, um, a young woman, um, probably around like 18, also, you know, behind the door and behind Alfred um, as he opens it. Oh, um, yes, um, Priscius, uh, did you did you find anything there? We found a couple of artifacts, but I have more questions for Ulfric. Yes, very well. Um, excuse me for one moment, Briseis. Um, and he just like nods behind him at the at the young woman. She doesn't make eye contact with you, but you know, kind of smiles at um, Alfric as she just kind of makes her way past you. Very slight in frame, um, like a, like like a light strawberry blondish hair and she just kind of weaves her way towards like past you doesn't walk off fast or anything but just you know keeps walking uh london do i know her you don't you're new to town i mean do i know is she is she like the daughter or is she no 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 information yeah so Uh, alfred and brexwith were both 21 so they're both like younger than you okay um goes wait miss she keeps walking. Miss. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Um, as she, as she as she keeps going, she just she spins around. Yes. Um, may I help you? I didn't catch your name. Um. Yes. Um. <laughs> I'm I'm just uh, I'm just a simple herder. Um, I'm 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 sorry. Um, I, I should be going. Um, and she yeah tries to go ag- again. Don't be hasty. Okay. Um, she stops. Her eyes meet yours. <sighs> I'm sorry. Just. And she's silent. She's very awkward around you. She won't. She won't just disclose her name. She just kind of sits there and just like her 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 hand like goes across her face as she she's real nervous around you. Give me a psychology roll on her. Uh, are you are we with him? Or no, did he, uh... you're, you're not. You're still back at the place. Got it. We're coming to you soon. We're looking. <laughs> just just wondering. Right just wondering. Oh my god! Once again, a failure. 51 versus I feel like the this 10. Is my fault. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Cool. All the good rolls. So you don't know why she's nervous, um, but as she as she can kind of see the the lostness in your face. Um I'm I, I, I'm Oslafa, uh, the herder. And and as she nods, she just kind of stands there and just looks at you. Very seemingly guilty, but just 
Did you want something? I was just curious. What were you doing on Ulfric's home? I was, uh, I was just paying um, my respects for the death of his wife and his, uh, his son. I see. It seems as though, and this may be me, but it seems as though something else troubles you, young girl. I, I saw the child. It's Where? Before it died, it was... Give me... Um, how would you like to get more information out of her? Would that be with a charm, persuade, intimidate? How would you like to do that? Um, I guess I'll just use the long sword and just cut off her head. Don't do that. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, if you want to, you can. Right. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, let us see what what is going to get me the most. Um, is she cute? Yes, she's cute. Um, in the chat, someone asked, "Is the girl cute?" Yes, very cute. Really, all I can do is a natural world. Rolls. So, can I smell <laughs> smell her perfume or something? <laughs> can you smell her perfume. Um, smell the sweat. Can I smell her sweat and see if she's sweating? See if she's sweating. Sure. Give me a natural world roll. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For sure. Okay. All right. Hard success. Hard success. Hard success. 19. 19 versus 50. Okay, yeah. So. This looks so weird. Okay, yeah, for <laughs> sure. I hate this. He is a mysterious guy. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, you, you just get a large waft of her essence as the, as the, the wind kind of blows past her and into your nostrils. On her, you can smell this overwhelming scent of cattle she smells like someone who walks around and cow shit all day someone who takes care of animals someone who brushes them and feeds them she has that aroma about her but due to that hard success you you there's some sort of other scent in there it's um it's a a cold slimy type smell um, it just gives you the the picture of being in the um, somewhere in like the swamp like areas um, is what it reminds you of. So there's that that overwhelming livestock smell, but there's like a swampiness. Does does Brissius know the smell? <laughs> I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen at home. Um, Mr. Matthew Stevenson in our in our chat just said, "I think he just described me." <laughs> Matt, <laughs> so you don't, Matt, you don't smell like that. Okay, you don't smell no. like that. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Matt, no. Uh, I, I can't vouch because I don't know. But uh, no, Matt doesn't smell like that. Yeah, you're you're not swampy. You you give yourself too much credit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs> 
Right, you smell like the cow itself, not the food <laughs> around cows. Thanks, Carly. I appreciate that. <laughs> what was your question? That threw me off. <laughs> that's that's funny. Uh, does Briseis know the smell? Oh yeah. Yes, yes. Does Briseis <laughs> know the smell? I'm sorry, I just had an Alzheimer's moment. Okay, give Yikes. me give me an give me an education roll. I was really hoping for uh, something else, but <laughs> <laughs> it might work. Um. Oh yeah. <gasps> Ooh, that was close. <sighs> that was close. That was close. Failure. Of course, you seventy-nine can... versus sixty-five. Of course, you can always push it if you would like. You can always spend new luck points, but it's up to you. You can not, or you can accept not... it. Right, not right now okay cool yeah so um you don't recognize the smell it just it just smells like nature she's a very nature smell about her nature girl yeah okay so you uh a cow herder yes me me and my 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 parents yes we and we tend the fields outside of the the walls And how long have you known Ulfric and the family? Um, yes, I've I've known Ulfric from since I was a little girl. Yes, you know we've grown up here, and it's a tight community. I mean, and I we saw you come in last the the last time there was all that fanfare and with the wolf's head, but yes, I, that. That's not the question. I'm sorry. I'm just a little... I'm Are you just... close with Ulfric? He's a family friend, yes. I must be going. I must be going. Um, as she really begins to set off at that. Okay. And, and at and this time, Ulfric is like... You can almost feel like the daggers that he's shooting as He's just standing in the doorway watching this conversation. Very stiff. Ulfric, I have a couple. Of, uh, uh, <laughs> I have a couple of questions for you. Okay, um, and he nods and ushers you inside. Back at Allred's place, both of you give me listen rolls. Oh, no God. problem. <clears throat> <clears throat> there it is. Okay. All right, Daniel. You hear Daniel Smithson rolled a success. Forty versus forty-five. Continue. I got forty-eight versus twenty. Okay. <laughs> Daniel, you hear a slight sound that just grows and grows, like an air conditioner. Or oh, sorry. <laughs> you hear this air conditioner kick in. <laughs> no. It's, okay. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. You know this sound well, man. Like, this is the sound of a snake coming in. Um, so, what you see, you see two almost simultaneously slither into the room through the door. The other kind of comes through that hole that was in the top, very gracefully down. Mm. Snaking mm. down. These are some long snakes. Mm. Uh, are, are you okay, Hudson? <laughs> Should I change the story? 
I might have to mute mute you. Are you for real? For real? No. Uh, <laughs> okay, good. I was about to say we can go a different direction. They can no, do I'm, I'm, honey badgers. You're, you're good. You're good. You're good. <laughs> so the honey badger, you know, comes in. No, you you keep it snakes. You, you, Long scaly honey badgers just sneak in. <laughs> All right. So yeah, so there's two from the door, and one kind of comes down, and then coiled at the bottom of that chest that was never closed was one that was inside of there as it kind of sneaks his head out from under some of that fabric that was at the very bottom and begins to crawl out behind you all. All right. So, um, we're going to go in dex order for this. Who has the higher dex between you? If you would like to do Uh, anything here. Minus 70. Okay. Oh, that's definitely going to be higher than Daniel's. Okay, yeah. Do. So if you would like to act at all, Carly, you can do anything here. You can, you know, how would you like to handle this? I want to be a snake charmer. No. Uh, <laughs> okay, so they're coming in from the door and also the ceiling? Yes, and there's one that's kind of found its way through that chest in the back and is coming in from back there. Yeah. So there's, you got four in here. There are no other exits. There's that one door that's on the right-hand side of the place, so um, kind of near that that uh, chest snake. But the, yeah. it's closed, though. Yeah, it's closed. Yeah. But and it's it leads one outside. Snake. Yeah, one snake is not as bad as two snakes. But if it leads outside, the snakes might be coming from outside. Um, I was not prepared for this scenario. Uh, I'm going to go towards the other door and see okay if i can get out of that okay you're just gonna try to go to that all right yeah uh, try to avoid the other snake as best i can okay Kinda keep as much distance between me and it all right so give me a dexterity roll that's right, so a 45 versus 70 boom all right so you kind of hop over the snake as it's like starts to move pretty quickly but you're able to kind of skip over it and make your way to that door um daniel are you doing anything as these snakes kind of come towards you? The one from the ceiling is the closest to you now as it makes its way down. It's about to drop in and kind of falls at your feet. Well, Daniel's never surprised, but it's You're not surprised, a, yeah. Definitely a unique scenario. Uh, since the snake closest to me is dropping down from above my head, uh, they he typically uh, does not have a negative reaction towards snakes. They are part of nature. However, these don't seem like regular beasts. So Well, do they or do they not? It's the um it's a sort of like a brownish snake with these brown markings on the back of it. Um you can see if you know what it is, Daniel, if you yeah. give me a particular role. Um give me a natural like copper roll. Hand. Yeah, this is some natural world stuff. Um <laughs> he he definitely know if you've seen this before. And you might know some some information about it at that. That is a hard success. Boom! 20 versus 70. Okay, yeah. So you see all of these snakes here, and you know exactly what they are. They're all the same kind of snake. They're all common adders. And what you know about them is that they're not typically aggressive unless you mess with them first, right? Um, so the fact that they're coming straight at you is strange. Okay, but... All right, but did you do you want to make any actions here as this falls at your feet and kind of coils back? Coils away from me? 
Yeah, well, like, but still, like, looking at you as if it's going to strike. Uh, hmm. It's a curious scenario, so... Oh, man. Well, he can't help but uh, lean into his curiosity and do nothing but keep his hand on his axe ready, but wait and see what happens. Okay. All right, sure. All right, so that snake that's at your feet, it's going to try to strike at you. Of course. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. And it does as it tries to, you know, kind of jump and just, like, give you, like, a nice bite there. All right. Um, So, and it does. So let me roll for a little damage here. But first, before I tell you the damage, give me a constitution roll. As you feel these teeth sink into you. That uh, is an extreme success. Yeah. Uh, 17 versus 90. Uh, okay. Okay, yeah, perfect, perfect, perfect. All right. All right. So then you only take, well, not only, you take nine damage. As Jesus. you feel the burn of this venom sink into your teeth first it just kind of, i mean not into your teeth into your skin first it just kind of like burns across as it goes inside but you're still standing it doesn't ground you but it hurts like hell all right so there's two more coming in the door see what they do see if they make any movement here that one doesn't do anything boom no and then finally chest snake Yo, yeah, that one's coming at you, Carly. Um, I just rolled a 14 out of 30 here. Um, so it's going to try to do the same thing. It's going to try to bite you. Um, yeah. You moved away from it, but of course you did like a little hop, skip over it. But it's going to try to get you at your leg. Give, okay. me, give, me, give me a constitution roll. Can I dodge or no? If you, Yeah, okay. you, can, you can dodge. Yeah, you can dodge. Yeah, so just try that. Okay. It's not going to go well. 24 versus 35. <laughs> that was a success. Somehow. Yeah, but... Wait a minute. Okay. I just said I rolled 16 out of 30. If that would have been 15 out of 30, um, that definitely would have missed. But yeah, oh, you that's have to... right. Cause I have to do the... Yeah, yeah. You have to have a higher success. Than I do, so yeah. So you don't, you don't do that. So now give me a Constitution roll. Okay. I forget how combat works in this sometimes. It's a sixty-five versus fifty. That's a failure. Okay. As you only take four damage from this. Okay. <laughs> but as the teeth sink into your leg, you can just feel your body just freeze up as the world around you just darkens and darkens and darkens as you lose consciousness and hit the ground with a thud. Save my loop. <laughs> you can hear the strings of the loop as you hit the ground. Oh, oh damn. That, family heirloom. That's rough. All right, yeah. So, yeah, you're you're out cold as you... It's, it's a painful, it's a painful unconsciousness. Um, back to Hudson. And Briseis, he he's he kind of goes inside of his house and takes seat in his chair as he looks at you. Yes, how can I help you? <clears throat> yes. Well, first, 
did your father have any sort of hobbies that you knew of? <laughs> he was very much into the Roman antiquities and, and exploring and the ruins and such. The, the ruins outside of town. He would always go there on these, these journeys and uncovering things for the Thane. And he's been doing that for years since, <laughs> since I was a little boy. Yes, uh, we searched the house and, and found such artifacts. You, you said that there are ruins yes. near the village. Yes, they're, they're about a day's journey outside, just, um, just straight north of the village. But I don't suspect that he made it that far. I just have a feeling that he is somewhere around these parts. He couldn't have made it that far. I'm sure of it. Do you know of anybody else's place he would have possibly have hidden? I don't know. There could be a... There could be several people, but, I mean, you know, they're just, just common folk like, like us, and they're just these neighbors around here, and they all seem so shocked that he would do this. So... I feel like someone is, 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 is lying to me. It's being deceptive. That, those are my suspicions. That he's being held as a fugitive somewhere around these parts. And I just don't know where to find him. Hmm? Uh, the girl. The girl that was in here earlier. Uh, who is she to you? Oh, yes. She just helps with the farm work sometimes. Just, uh, just a friend. A friend. Wow, Psychology roll. Ah. I mean, if you want to, you don't have to. I'll do it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you get? What'd you get? Oh, I got a success. It's the luckiest success. Ten versus ten. Yo, 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 yo. Yeah, you did. Okay, so... <laughs> this man bullshitting y'all um <laughs> there's something under the surface of this this is like one of those okay you know like when you're um you know like when you're with your friends and then you're like oh what's going on with it with, with with him or what's going on with her and you're just and they're just like nothing and you're just like that's what this is there's okay. some sort of relationship here between those two and just the way he said just the way she does like work for his family, there's a deeper relationship there. And you know it, you know. Despite whatever he says, there's something under the surface there. There's some sort of romantic something there. You say friends. Would you consider yourselves family friends or yes, I'd... more? How dare he? My wife just died. How could you... How could you accuse me of something like that? I'm, I'm not a monster. I've already lost so much and you're going to try to... Listen. I mean, no offense. And I am not calling you a monster. I'm just trying to figure out everything if you want me to find... your baby. And his eyes raised to you. 
back up at Alred's house, now it's Daniel and the four snakes. Okay, so there's four of them. Is yeah. that your band name? <laughs> Daniel and the four snakes! Daniel plays the sax. Anyway. Um, okay, so... I've already been bitten by one. Uh, the, oh, have you? Have you? <laughs> she's out cold, bro. She's, the not, obvious, she's not good. Obvious impulse is 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 the attacking adder um, hanging from my arm or whatever it bit. Yeah, it kind of went uh, back down. Yeah. What's uh, because the obvious impulse is to immediately swing at it as I was already ready, but uh, damnedly curious. Uh, so I'll be swinging at that first snake. Okay, do that, please. I just, I know this is going going to go poorly, but, like, where did my screen go? There it is. <laughs> the one you're looking at? Yeah. Did that work? No. Not yet. Where? <clears throat> Daniel takes a second as he readies his eyes. <laughs> Are you on your combat page? Um, he is fumbling a little bit. Here, Here we are. Try it now. Yep. There we are. <laughs> hard that is a hard success. success with the axe 17 versus 70. Yo, yeah, you swing down upon the snake and whoosh, just chops it in half. It's, as it just like, you know, the parts of it still continue to move as you sever it, but eventually it just like dies down. And you kill the okay. snake. You kill the snake. Um, Alright, so there are two more snakes. Um, one of them is going to go over towards uh, <coughs> Merwin. Um, and it's just... Let's see what it goes here. Okay. The other snake. Let's see if it has any more luck at attacking you, Daniel. And it does not. As the snakes kind of come into the room. As they... Um, one of them kind of crawls up on... Through the chair that's in front of the table, the other goes around the other end of the room, still coming towards you. Um, the one that's behind you, that bit Merwin? No dice either. Okay, yes. Um, so there's now three snakes, and it's your turn again to strike, if you would like. Or what would you like to do here? They do seem to be coming at Merwin um, still, for some reason. Right. Well, they've eliminated the immediate threat. Uh... And in quick observation of the scenario, the only sensible thing seems to be uh, to pick up my friend and try to get out the door. Thank <laughs> like, you. <laughs> okay. Okay, cool. Give me a strength roll. You've got it. In one swoop, trying to get Merwin, trying to get through that that door. The strength roll is a 64 versus 80 success. Cool, yeah, so you're able to easily get her out of there. Now give me a dex roll to see how quickly you get away. <laughs> or you know how easily you oh, get away. extreme success! Oh my god, oh, you just yeet me out the door. Yo, <laughs> yo, okay, yeah, so you you jump over these snakes. You you jump through that door. You bound down this hill, um, basically to the vicinity of Alfric's house. So where are you wanting to go with Merwin? Now that you have her there, now that you... <laughs> Just like, yeah, like just like bounded out of this place. Where do you want to go? What do you want to do? 
You just love the mental picture of this right now. Just he does a Power Rangers somersault out the front door. (laughs) Just Briseis just turning around and seeing him just running down the hill, just carrying. Yeah, Briseis looks out the window. What What is going on? (laughs) You got the the loot in your teeth. You're just like. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so. Uh, this is not the first time he's been bitten by a snake. Um, does Daniel have any friends who are medically inclined um, in the town? Um, in the town of, of Tatva. You met one last time. Correct, yes. He, he fixed up, up Briseis, um, when, when, I believe. And he was asking you questions. He was asking you questions, Briseis. Delvin. He also fixed up Merwin because yes. I also got very hurt last time. <laughs> well, I guess that I guess that was you. I forget. I think he was fixing up Merwin and I. Sh- you know, I. Sh- I think it was both of us. Yeah, I think we then. both got pretty yeah. pretty wrecked. Yeah, yeah. So Delwyn, um, he was at the Thanes yeah. compound fi- fixing up. Um, but yeah, so I guess you, um, kind of get the attention of Alfric as he's just, what, what, what's going on outside? Is she okay, Daniel? Hang what, on. what what happened? Briseis, we're going into town! As I'm running. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, so we're at Alfred's house. Yeah, so... We are running out yeah, so and heading at, towards... If you look at your map, you can see that you are just right here. But um, Delwyn has a house on the south side of town here. You see that down there? So, so it's not yeah. too far. Basically, you hit that road on the side there and just travel all the way down along the old wall... Um, so you get around to uh, Delwyn's house, um, and you can hear the commotion as you kind of, you know, pound at his door there. Um, you hear it from behind without it opening. Um, yes, yes, yes. Uh, how may I help you? Uh, hello? It's, we have snake bites, Delwyn. Open the damn door. Snake bites? So, and he opens the door, and you kind of see him pick, uh, you know, peek out. His his hair kind of sticking out of the small cap that he has on his head. Um, oh, oh yes, come 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 in. But as he opens the door, you can just smell the strong aroma of sort of dried herbs and and aromatics that just hit you as you come inside of this this little bit larger house. There are herbs hanging from the ceiling. There are plants growing on the ground. There was a little bit of a garden outside with all these like finely um, curated herbs. There are bottles and bottles and bottles on the table of these dark liquids that, you know, you don't quite know what they are. Um, on one end of the room, it's kind of like uh, curtained across. Um, there's also a table kind of in front of that curtain there. Um, you can see some surgical tools and such and jars of leeches that line the back wall. Um, that he uses for his uh, medical procedures. There. He says, yes, yes, uh, I'll put you on the table here. Here, right here, right here. Oh, dear Lord. What, 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 what happened here? She decided to dance with some snakes. Do you have anything for Adabites? Adabites? Um, oh my gosh. Can I get a punch card for this man? <laughs> like, if I get to 10, I get like a free healing session or something. <laughs> free healing session? I don't know. Yo, yeah, you like, yeah, you're, you're racking up bonus points. You I'm get the text racking up those frequent flyer miles. Like, you get that and some free yogurt. Yeah. If this guy wrote, like, opened up a frozen yogurt stand or like a, he made lattes, yo, you'd be getting free all the time. <laughs> um, But as he looks down, he's, oh, 
he kind of touches the side of your neck as he feels for a pulse. And he looks at you. And he sees the faint modeling of your skin in places. Um, especially where you, you were bitten as he reveals that and just sees sort of the veins rising and spreading um, outwards. And he just mum he's you can't even really understand him. He's just mumbling to himself. Oh, you know. Um, but this is what Delwyn does. He, he he's like this. But the thing that you do hear that he says very clearly is just like the other. Oh dear. I have just the thing. And he Thank of, you, Delwyn. And he shuffles over, grabs a mortar and pestle, and begins, you know, grinding and picking these herbs. Um, and the aroma just grows as you can hear him crushing these things in this in this instrument. You know, eventually it becomes a fine paste. He adds a liquid, he adds another liquid, and mixes it together. Basically, he applies this as a salve over the top of the skin before using some leeches to to sort of suck out the, the venom that is inside. Everyone, do you have enough for two there? You... I've... Wait, you too? Oh, I... but you're standing. You're not like this one or the other. Well, when have you ever known me to fall? I don't have any more space here. And, Briseis, give me a listen roll. He just hears him go screaming through the town. <laughs> no way! <laughs> well, Bruce is here. He can with you. Oh, yes. A hard success. Twelve versus twenty-five. Boom, dude. We we are rolling tonight. Like, no, we're like, we also we all something. Like, we're going. Well, energy, man. except for the one you know that mattered. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah that's true I'd be alive yeah you're i mean yeah he you're not dead as you can see i am not dead um okay so as you're as you're there you you hear this <laughs> violent cough from behind that curtain and 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 delwyn freezes up and just looks at you all as he goes down and tries to keep um, <laughs> working on Daniel. Wait. Br uh, Briseis is in there with him? Yeah, you came with him, yeah. Oh, okay, alright. I was like, yeah, thank you. You heard it from across town. You're like, yeah, like it's wow. someone coughing. My hearing is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who is behind that curtain? the other patient and and as he kind of shuffles behind and just looks back there and shakes his head and he kind of comes back over to you he's not well he's not well he's he's also has the same these toxins that are that, that are in uh, the, the Merwin and, and Daniel and he's not well we must work quickly on your friends we must work Who is quickly it? on your friends he's a patient he's he's he's, uh, he's far... goes over and Swipes the curtain to see who it is. Okay, yeah, so you push right past um, the the smallish frame of Delwyn there. Um, 
you see this figure laying on on that wooden table in the back of Delwyn's house. It smells sickly back here. It smells sickly and swampy as you get a whiff of something that's very familiar to you. On the table, just very stretched out and just sickly and barely clinging on to life, you see a man who is very, very pale, but the skin that comes up from his neck and just kind of encapsulates his face, there's just scales. You can see his eyes that are wide looking at the ceiling and the yellow that has um, pretty much enveloped completely one eye. It's starting to get one eye, but one eye is almost bulging out and has a, like a, a slant of a pupil, black pupil that cuts through that yellow in one of the eyes as these long fingers almost like it's almost as the bones just extend from his fingers as he lies there and he just coughs as you see these sharp teeth in his mouth it's a very scary threatening sight but this person is in a lot of pain this person if you can call him that is in a lot of pain it's almost more beast than man it's Dr. Connors. We found him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Daniel, uh, uh, in his uh, pursuit of curiosity, is uh, would like to walk up behind Briseus here and see if he notices any identifying features of a townsman. Just because, yeah. Um, give me an education roll. Ah, just see now you, you just know. <laughs> Am I gonna turn into a snake person? Because like I'm, I'm down for it. <laughs> Maybe. Daniel rolled a successful education roll. Thirty-seven versus forty. <laughs> I love how our I love how our feed here is just green of good rolls. I know it's this is a good You're night. Jinx it, but... Yeah, y'all are. Yeah. If we get five more greens, we get a pizza party. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. Yeah. So you know this guy. This is the um, the the Charl Allred. A very twisted version of him, but this is him. The what, Alred? The the Cheryl. C E O R L. Cheryl. 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 You're asking the wrong person because I thought you were referencing a character from a book I read once. Okay, so Cheryl Alred. All right. Yeah, the Cheryl. Yeah. Do I know what he does? Do you know what he does? Correct. Yeah, so he's How like a him? farmer. Yeah, this is this is Ulfric's father. Oh, oh, oh! That, <laughs> that was the second question. You're just like you, like Matt. You, she's she's gonna say the magic word. She's I'm gonna, not. She, <laughs> I'm thinking it, but I'm not gonna say it. Himbo. Daniel. <laughs> what? Daniel, you know who this is? Uh, this is Ulrich. This is Ulfric's father. Like the man Trump. who killed the baby. And behind you all is Delwyn. Delwyn, did you plan to tell me about this? This man is very sick. Don't get too close. He's he's changing. He's 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 almost more beast than man. He, he showed changing up. into what? 
it looks like a, a crocodilian. They all oh, Jesus. And, and then you oh, can clearly uh, see, yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> he's morphing into a reptile, basically. His, his neck is extending. And there's just all scales here now. And yes, Elwin, how long has he been here? How long has he been changing? Yes, he showed up about this morning, and and he's he's just been getting worse and coughing. So time is of the essence. If we want to save your friend, if we do, she doesn't want to share his fate, and you as well, you must cooperate with me here. Okay. And so, what? Hmm? And what is his fate? This man is dying. Can't you see? It does not look like he is dying. It looks like he is morphing into a monster. Yes, yes. But as his body changes, he he weakens and weakens. More coughing, more phlegm, more, more, more sweating. And, and when he arrived, he was talking. His verbal capacities have since left. And I believe that he will not last throughout the night here. We must see about your friends. Yeah. Merwin, constitution roll. It's been a minute. Ah, shit. <laughs> Hold up. I'm trying to get my character sheet back up. There we go. I'm scared to look. Hard success. 25 versus 50. Y'all at home, I promise we're not making this up. This <laughs> yeah, is just this a is, good We night. are four away from pizza party here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what would y'all do if I just had a hot pizza pie sitting in my lap, like a hot New York pizza? Just Cry really... because you're like <laughs> and you two hours away. <laughs> mailed us all a slice. <laughs> <laughs> with a, oh with, a with a snake in each package. Oh, oh god. Oh. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sorry, Yonson. I'm sorry. Oh. I'm sorry. I'm I guess sorry. I still gotta eat it. I mean, all right. It's just a new friend. It's fine. <laughs> it's like that vine where the where the guy has the snake on his shoulder and he has a lollipop. Like, and it's a new yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want some pizza? <laughs> uh. I love snakes so much. Oh my god, yeah. Okay, yeah. So alright. Noted with that. Okay, yeah. So um so seeing this, Delwin gets to work on your leg, gets to work on Merwin, um, and answers a few more of your questions, uh, Briseus. And but he doesn't work too much on Alderid who is in this corner dying. How do you want to handle this? As he begins to get more aggressive, uh, uh, but then just like go, then goes like limp and starts fading away, but then comes back uh, uh, and then fades away again. Um, what would you like to do here? Is there anything? Um, do you just like kind of want to wait this out? How would you handle this? He seems to be in a lot of pain, and he seems to be quickly losing himself. Gentlemen, do you see any chance of this man returning to his normal state? I've tried a lot of things, a lot of er er herbal remedies and such, and I cannot figure out anything. It seems that he must, he, he must have, this poison, this toxin must have entered into his bloodstream and spread throughout the body. It's infected his very soul at this point. That's what I have, that is my diagnosis. And, and after his passing, then I will announce to the town. I know that this man has done terrible things, but... It seems that the gods are doing their justice now on him. Well, Briseus, <clears throat> seems there's not many solutions here, but something tells me you know how to solve this problem. 
London, do I does Bricius know what he is changing into? Um can I use lore? You can okay, yeah. So for the people at home, since these are pulp heroes, they all have pulp talents. One of Hudson's is that he has lore. And you can choose like a facet of some mythology to have knowledge in. His is dragons. This is not a dragon. This is just a guy turning into some sort of reptilian thing. But sure. if you want to try, you can give me a Cthulhu Mythos roll. Okay. Failure. 95 versus 10. That hurts. You've never seen anything like this. Okay. I'll try. Is there... 21 versus 0. Sorry, continue. (laughs) Is there any other medication or herbs that you require that could bring him back to a state of humanity? Um... Um, there, 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 there might be uh, several things, and and I, I've, I've compiled a lot of them out in my garden outside. But um, it, it might be hard. If you would like to try to find something like that, give me a luck roll to see if you can have anything that might give you a little more time with, with, with all of it here. Hold your breath. It is a hard success, a 34 versus a 75. Hard success. Okay. Um, yeah, so after not too long, you go pick some more herbs. He comes together with the mortar and pestle, crying together some more things, more liquid and stuff. Um, but this is an even more powdery substance of a paste that he has. And he very carefully almost like just like throws it onto the face of all of it as he sits there those eyes beginning to close it makes its way sort of into his mouth at times into his nose and slowly he begins to pacify and just you know kind of calm down but his eyes open as he breathes lying there and his eye looks over towards you Hudson or Briseis Are you trying to say something? As he raises his hand, it's trembling. It's taking all of his strength. He just reaches towards you. Briseis grabs his hand. Hmm. Why'd you make that noise, London? It's an interesting choice, Briseis. Okay, give give me. This isn't more. This isn't like an appearance thing. This, with when I ask you to do this power roll, that's going to represent your force of will, your 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 aura. Okay, power roll, please. Okay. If you fail this, I know. <laughs> oh man. It is a oh extreme God. success. Three versus 90. 
we're gonna have to like post screenshots of this <laughs> roll. I know. <laughs> Whoa! As he, you take his hand, put his hand, squeezes yours ever so gently. His hand, let's go, kind of works its way up your shoulder. You lean in closer, and he just puts his hand on the side of your head and just gently pats. You're looking into the eyes, the transformed eyes of a father. And in your eyes, this beast, this monster, has somehow connected to the humanity that is about to just decay inside of him. So, you're so close, you're, you're viewing this, this beast. Um, I kind of waited till now to do it before we, you know... Um, break for a, just a second here um but everyone give me sanity rolls except for hudson because of this because only hudson well not even you marilyn you're you're unconscious i was about to say i'm unconscious yeah 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 so no, just everyone daniel. except for daniel, Bryce we'll roll for sanity <laughs> yeah you roll for sanity daniel as Ooh, 59 versus 59 success there you Jesus. go. Awesome, awesome. How Oof. do we keep doing this? It's make it up for the shitty internet, I'm telling you. <laughs> As Hudson sees the humanity in this monster, solely Aldred dies. And with him dies horrible secrets and prophecies. Would you like to take a break? Yes. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, let's do it. Awesome. So we're going to take a short break here. I know it's late. Do so you all want to take like a 10 maybe? 5, 10? What do you all think? Um, eight. Thank you, eight? I guess I don't know. <laughs> we'll make it 10 to make it like, oh, you know, <laughs> We'll be back. I'm going to take a nap. 11.30. Uh, are we are you okay you, you sure you're good with that with the break you know, everybody? i'm good okay cool all right so thank you so much if you're watching live with us if you're watching on youtube ah. all right be right back <laughs> <laughs> hello 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 and we are back okay so um as i bring everybody back in i have a question for you um all at home do y'all remember when James Earl Jones turned into a snake and Conan the Barbarian? <laughs> <laughs> of course. We, we just talked to you. Yeah, Hudson just brought this up as we were on our break. And like, yeah, classic. Classic. All right. Great movie. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. Conan the Barbarian and Conan the Destroyer. Great. Uh, I got to go too. quit the stream then. Not the 2011 Conan. That's not really one that counts. So. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> right. Are sponsor. I mean, <laughs> and that's like yeah. And Hudson's D and D character's name is Conan, which is fun. Conan right. the Dragonborn. Yeah, and it, and he has the body of Conan the Barbarian, but the head of Conan O'Brien. So enjoy imagining. <laughs> <laughs> and he's a dragon. Oh my god! Oh god! I'm imagining a dragon with that quaff up top. Um. All right, let's get it. Let's get it, y'all. All right, so we're going back to the Dark Ages. And we open on a overcast day. So if our investigators here, just gonna take a quick look at your map. We're going to move this over here. So now 
we are at the wooden church in town. So it's like a, a pretty sizable wooden church. There are several churches in Totver, but this one um, services basically the eastern side of the burr. All right, so we start at a funeral service. Also, uh, just throwing this in for the viewers, we've been healed. So our hit points are back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you for that. Um, yeah, so um, Delwyn was able to fix up Carly, um, Merwin, and, and nurse her back to health. Um, Daniel is fine as well. And now don't get a snake eye, and I'm really mad about it. <laughs> I want to be part snake. <laughs> don't don't turn into a Yuanti. I was about to say, I feel like there's more to the story. <laughs> You can see Merwood back at that house like every day, like, come on, come on, come on. Oh my gosh. All right. <laughs> Give me an eye. Give me an eye. Give me an eye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just imagining you walking around winking at snakes, like, come on, come on. Spit uh, my eye. Uh, spit in my eye. Okay. Um, <laughs> that's what I got to do. I got him to spit. In, okay. Spit in my eye. <laughs> <laughs> Love hairspray. <laughs> what in church? Overcast day. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> now I feel like I can't put a snake in another scene. Or um, okay, all right, here we go. We're at the funeral service of Allred. It's an overcast sky. We are at the church on the eastern side of town. We see the tiny headstone. Um, it's very simple in this small, you know, dug-up plot of land where baby Austin was buried. Wrapped around his headstone, a snake slithers. No one notices it. As everyone... I forgot. Okay. As everyone... <laughs> As everyone is focused on the service that's happening for Allred. Now, um, he was known basically throughout um, the, the farming community there. It's close-knit. Um, so even despite what he had done, there were people there just like paying their respects and some of them just, you know, just, just there to see what sort of, um, what sort of things would happen between the son and between his father, or, you know, kind of what goes down there. Um, it's a simple service. It doesn't last too long. Um, as the priests finish their duties there, the only sort of disturbance there is there is a, a woman clutching actually like, you know, having two bottles in her hand of some sort of substance in these dark bottles, and she rocks back and forth and shouting during this, um, during the service, these loud cries, and then sometimes she will wander over to Alston's little, little, um, little plot there, and just, <sighs> it was mercy! I tell you, it was mercy what he did to that boy. Yeah, it was mercy, okay? And she, like, takes a big drink of what's in her thing and just keeps rocking. And and she's causing a disturbance. And everybody just kind of looks around. And this happens throughout the entire service. And even as it, you know, dies down and they leave, she stays there in front of Allison's grave just looking and <laughs> laughing and crying and drinking. And it was mercy is the main thing she said. And do we recognize this woman? You give me education roll. Yeah, Marin, you can you can too since y'all are locals. Hudson, you're out of luck here. <laughs> you, you just got here. I assume so. As we as, as we nope. as you stick around, you'll learn more people since it is a okay. close knit community. I don't know her. 
Uh, Carly failed. However, Daniel rolled a 36-40 success. So Daniel knows this woman to be a woman named Ingeth. She, um, strangely enough, was the wet nurse of Alston. Okay. Yes, yeah, so she had a very close relationship here um, with the family, um, especially after after the mother passed. Um, but she seems visibly upset and just, just drunk out of her mind at this point in time. She has these two bottles. She's It was mercy, and she just kind of stumbles back and catches you all looking at her. <clears throat> it was mercy, I said. You heard me. Ah, Perseus, this is Ingeth, the former wet nurse of, well, uh, Alfric's son. Alston. Alston's son, thank you. Wait, no, Alfric is the father of Alston. Correct. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) We need a family tree. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, I say we... Maybe try to calm her down. I'm not sure what this mercy is about. Maybe we... Well, maybe she knows something we don't. Merwin's just gonna... Oh, sorry. Oh, no, you go right ahead. Merwin's gonna just kind of walk up to her and just say, say it was mercy, was it? Yeah, it was mercy. You heard me, yep. It was mercy killing that baby. I saw it. I saw it real close, all right? It it was a monster, I tell you. That thing was it was it was evil, that baby. It it wasn't even a baby. It was more more it was more snake than anything. Yep, that That's interesting. Um You were his nurse, did you Yeah you know why he was a snake? I don't know. It's it's it's, and she goes into detail in describing kind of what this baby looked like. But it, you know, it doesn't make much sense to you the way she describes it. Um, you come to mind, like, kind of what you saw with the grandfather. But no, this isn't even that. This is even more reptilian the way she describes him. And eventually she just keeps drinking and she can barely stand up. Oh, this is... <laughs> oh, this is some good meat. Eh? I got this from Alfred himself. Oh, man, it's some good stuff. Uh, you've got no bottle here if you want it. <laughs> uh, you want it? Uh, I would love that. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right, here you go. You know, just make sure you pass it around with friends, okay? It's it's of it's the good stuff. Well, can I have a set before us? Yeah, go for it. And, like, she, like, kind of reaches out towards it, but, like, she doesn't realize that she has the her bottle in her mouth at this point. She's like, thanks, love. As she stumbles <laughs> <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, with her oh mead. <laughs> I love mead. Okay, right. so did uh, Versius and Daniel catch that uh, just a couple steps away? Yeah. Okay. You can't miss her. <laughs> I love how you're like, yeah, she was the nurse. I'm like, how was it, Mercy? Tell me all about it. (laughs) (laughs) Let's gossip with this old drunk woman. Yeah, what's she going to say? Yeah, And she just goes into detail about how scary this baby was. Made her job pretty hard. 
This isn't the first time we've uh, dealt with a reptile in the past 24 hours. Reptile person, I should say. <laughs> That's the name of a band, 24-hour reptile person. Okay. <laughs> That's a good band right there. Um, <clears throat> well, I like that name. Writing it down. All right. So... It's... <clears throat> Why? You say it was messy, but why did he kill his grandson? Did he say anything to you? No, I wasn't around when it happened. Alfred told me about the old thing, but after seeing it, <laughs> it was my child. I would kill it too. So Alfred knew about all this. What? No, Al he knew. Alfred, Alfred killed. What do you mean? Oh, I thought knew? you said Alfred. I'm oh, sorry, yeah. So, yeah, Alfred killed, yeah. So he's like, yeah. Okay, I thought she said Alfred. Okay. Yeah, yeah sorry. If, yeah, Alfred, Alfred okay. killed the baby, and, and if it was my son, my grandson, I would have killed it too. You know. What about Ulfric's wife? Oh, bless you know her heart. About that? Breaks with, yeah. She died giving birth to the poor thing. Void couldn't take giving birth to a monster. Monster. So it's always looked like that. Yeah. No, Ingeth, there's no way the baby was always. Yeah, it was born like a. Look, it just. It, it, it was always looked like a beast. Oh, this is a drunkard. <laughs> Are you going to drink it? I want some of that. Uh, it's fresh out, and I, like, pour it out. Um, anyways, no, 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 don't pull that out. No, 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 no. It's, no, it's a toast to the fallen. It, we pull it out for the homies. Um, <laughs> no, 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 and she kind of saves it. She's just, no, no, no. You can't waste good mead, okay? This is the best art ever had, okay? All right. <clears throat> Daniel would like to uh, take her by the shoulder and swing her around and say, Ingus... Did Ulred say anything? Did he tell you why? No, I didn't talk to him. I, I swear. She just kind of sobers up as she's been swung around and held <laughs> by... Shake the baby syndrome. Yeah. Had he gone insane? Not, not that I saw. He was clear as mind as ever. <sighs> what? Aldred and Aldred and <laughs> with the grandfather and the father having problems. Uh, Did they argue a good bit? Sometimes they mostly just stayed away from each other. I'm thirsty. Can I have some of that? Yeah. <laughs> if you answer the rest of our questions, we really need your help. I have a question. And she grabs a bottle, just takes it, and kind of sticks it against the chest of um, of Briseis as she gets in your face and just like waiting for your question. You can smell the the honey wine on her breath. Yeah, yeah what you want? What is Ulfric's occupation in this village? Well, he's a he's a he's a farmer, works the fields. Busy with it. Yes. And I understand that his father enjoyed being 
sort of a artifact collector of yeah. Roman anti- antiquities. Yeah, yeah. Did he help his father at all? Help his father? No, no. no you basically stayed around here with, with his wife. He was always real close, you know. He's he's very he's a very romantic type of guy. Oh. And she like almost like leans over and hands the bottle to you, uh, passes it around to you, Daniel. Okay, well, off to the side uh, as she's talking to him, uh, Melwyn, did you yeah. by chance grab that dagger of Roman origin or whatever it might be? Of course, and she pulls it like out of her skirt. <laughs> you took that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I yeah. assumed. Give me a luck roll to see if you did. You never said that. You never said that. I'll give you the benefit of the doubt with a roll. Uh, okay. All right. Give me a, yeah. 32 versus 50. You never said that. Uh, but I gave you the benefit of the doubt. I said that I grabbed them out of the chest. Yeah, did you take <clears> them with you? Oh, and but you like you like passed you like passed out. I was like, oh, true. Okay, all right. <clears throat> Dialogue change. Merwin, did you by chance grab that dagger? I did, but I then got bit by a snake. So. Oh, never mind. Inga, <laughs> do you remember how, uh, gods forgive me, how he murdered that child? Yeah, he put a knife through the baby. Right what did the knife look like? Any, any detail? It was just a normal knife. It's uh, about yay big and it's, um, uh, yeah, like it. Sharp, sharp thing. Uh, right through the baby. I, I don't blame him. I don't blame him at all. Don't blame him. Can I see if I know any stories about like Roman myths and like Okay. History. Snake people. Um, snake people, I don't know. That might be a cult, perhaps. Okay. Yeah. Um, but history, you can do that. Let me see. Just like anything connecting snakes in Rome. No, no. That's, that's a 92 versus 25. Yeah. I am very distracted by this woman right now. No, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you, you, you just kind of know that there was some sort of serpent worship back, you know, in that area, but you don't know any details at all. Okay. So it's very, so as you search your mind for this tidbit of information, you just, you know, grasp at it, but nothing ever gets there. I tried. <laughs> you did. All right. Yeah. Is there anything else for for this for this woman? Or do you know why the baby was born a snake? Was the mother given something, or was she bitten by a snake like our friend? Oh, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't. <laughs> I don't know, it must be a curse of the gods or something, I don't know. Does this symbol mean anything to you? And I'm gonna drop. Mm. Okay. That seems like a bad idea, but I'm committed to the bit, so I'm gonna draw like the upside down crescent moon symbol. Does this look familiar to you at all? Like in the dirt? Okay. Um, all I right. thought about it as I did it, but I had already said it, so I'm just following through with it. I like it. I like it. I like it. Because she has no re- Marilyn has no reason to think it's like a curse symbol. So. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, so she looks at it. Uh, oh, yeah, it's the moon. <laughs> yes, but from this angle, and I'm going to like move her. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. Looks like a uh, like a little a little upside down boat or something. Uh, right. <laughs> no, I've never seen that before. Okay. So you're over there next to that grave, and you drew this symbol in the ground. Oh shit. Okay. Oh shit! What about? Oh that? my god! All right. Okay. <laughs> Great. Noted. Great. Mhm. All right. Okay. Anyways. Cool. Happy Halloween. <laughs> Listen, hey, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta head on out of here. I just gotta go. Um, listen, I need a drink of that. If you're not going to drink it, I need a drink of that. Okay. I'm thirsty. I finished my bottle. It's not fair. You just hold it and not give me any. I gave you information. Give me some meat. I hand it. Well, she, uh, Matt Daniel has it. Yeah. Yeah. Here we are, Ingus. Have a lovely evening. Thank you. Thank you. He, she takes a swig, hands it to you. Uh, back to you, Daniel. Here. There you go. Cheers. And he hands it to you. I'll take it. Um, man. Right. So, it seems as though right now all we have is that if a snake bites you, you will turn into that snake or some sort of monster that will kill you. Okay, let, let's think about what we've learned so far. So, he collects Roman artifacts. Um, there's some sort of weird crescent moon symbol that was behind the rug. Um, snake bites are bad. Uh, baby was a snake. Sorry, born I'm just... A snake. The, uh, the child a snake. was born a snake. That's the weird part. Um... Now, <clears throat> I'm not one for mathematics. However, the numbers seem to point to snake one with mother... Snake equal two with child. What I mean is <laughs> the mother. I don't think they've invented math yet. <laughs> You're speaking of procreation? Correct. You're saying the mother bedded a Marilyn. snake. Okay. I don't know where you're going with this. A mother was bitten by a snake. Right. But we also know that Sexually. for some reason, the sun, was, okay. the sun was written out of the will. Why would the sun have been written out of the will? When was the sun written out of the will? Before, after his wife gave birth to a snake baby. Well, it seems the best source of information with that will have to be uh, Alfred? Alfred. Is that the yeah. name? Yeah. <clears throat> Alfred himself. Alfred Stormcloak. No, no. <laughs> Alfred. I made that joke in the roll 20 an hour ago. Come on. <laughs> Alfred of Hotman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <clears throat> 
right, so... Whether or not he wants to see this information to begin with, <clears throat> it seems we do well, have the choice. I mean, his father is dead, so the will will be read soon. That's a solid point. If they knew where it was, I... By chance, did not take it with me. As it was not stated. I'm looking at you, Keeper. All right, well... Perhaps <laughs> give, me a, give me a luck roll. Give me a luck roll. <clears throat> As he intended to take it. Yeah, I intended to take the sword too, so... You ain't got it. <laughs> you ain't got it. Well, uh, I left the will back in his home. Let's head back to his home. Just go grab everything that we might need. Okay, yeah. So as you head there, you, of course, um, just looking at that map there, you can see that you, you just have to go south a little bit. Um, but before you get to um, Allred's house, you pass um, Alfric's house. Um, it's, it's, there's not much activity inside. You can tell that it's, like, empty. It's closed up. But the door to Allred's house is already open. Um, and that's what you see as you approach Allred's house. The door is open. Um, you're unable to see anybody walking in or out, but somebody is most likely inside, just by judging on the open door. Hello, Poppet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hate well, for that. Seems, uh, it would be rude to intrude. I say we ask Ulfric before we enter. I mean, Wait, so you're at Alfred's house, or are you talking about the, the open as door? We're, as we're walking by and his door is open, I don't want to intrude in Ulred's house, hmm. so we'll ask Alfred at his home first, noticing the open door. Hmm. Sounds like a plan. Um, so you knock, uh, no answers, quiet inside. Hmm. You wait a couple All more right. seconds, minute, no, no answer, he's not there. All right, then we move on. Right? Yeah, yeah. Should one of us stay here and maybe wait for Ulfric to arrive? I would one like to look around the house. Okay. Cool. Well, look around the outside of the house or inside of the house? Or... Inside. Okay. What do I There's see? There's a snake in here. Um, yeah, so the door actually is open, so you go inside, um, you see some simple furnishings. It's a lot simpler than his father's place. His father's accumulated more things over the years. Um, but give me a spot hidden to see if you see anything out of the ordinary inside. Uh, Daniel, walk in right behind him. Failure. Stand at the doorway. <laughs> okay. versus 25. Okay, yeah, so as you're looking around, you're looking around for... What exactly were you looking for? Just anything out of the ordinary. Okay, yeah. So, um, everything is in its place um, as it was when you last were here. Um, the table, it seems to have been set um, where some food was eaten before the service. Um, the plate, a little dirty with the bits of, of crumbs of food, um, is still there. He hasn't put that away yet. Um, but other than that, it seems that he has not been home since the service ended. Hmm. 
Are there any tracks by chance more than one track in the house if this is a, a dirt covered house? Yeah, give me a track roll. Perfect. Can you imagine having like dirt floors in your house? That would fucking suck. Not hey, to sound like to worry about spilling shit. Privileged, but like <laughs> Oh, are you kidding me? <clears throat> Failure. Yeah. 84 versus 60. Ooh, okay. Yeah. No, yeah, you don't you don't see anything um else out of the ordinary. There's a couple of, of benches that line the room. Um the light comes through this this window that's up top. Um, again, there's a fire pit there, a table with some some earthenware on top of it, but nothing out of the ordinary. Okay, Briseus, <clears throat> we're going to have to speak about uh, manners when you're in a village. However, what you're looking for exactly? I came in here earlier while you and Marwyn were at the other house, and there was a woman in here. I was just trying to figure out who she is and why she was here. What did she look like? Do you know? She was young. She was 18, perhaps. Maybe a little bit younger or older. What? <clears throat> Marilyn doesn't know anything. I, that, that's Carly. Sorry, I got excited. Oh, okay. Um, <clears throat> is there any way I can roll? Or, I mean, <clears throat> is there any way uh, I might know who that is by... Briseis's description. Uh, young, oh. eighteen. Look, yeah, I won't even. I won't even ask you for a role here, but yeah, but um, that 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 brings to mind um, Oslafa, who is the uh, herder. She's a herder. Um, her parents are not wealthy in the slightest. Very like bottom rung society here, servants basically. Um, but you have seen them outside of the walls since that's basically your domain so you do see them very often and that's who that sounds like ah uh, i know who you speak of huh and daniel would like to take a moment just to glance around the room maybe spot something that might looks out of place go ahead uh, maybe an artifact go ahead and daniel smithson rolls a nine versus 40 hard success yes <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That that is wonderful. what we are all about here, folks. Um, <clears throat> that continue. is yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah. So as you kind of make your way to one of those benches and sit down, you notice these markings that are so small on those. Like I don't even know what to call it. It's not like exactly like clay, but it's like packed. Like, like light material, um, earthen material that lines the walls. There are small, tiny inscriptions that make up the entire wall. And Daniel sees this. He gets closer, and each of these like little designs are in the shape of an upside-down crescent that line the whole room and as you see this it's a, it's a shutter you know that, that works its way up your spine as this is something is not right here this is all very meticulously done over time now <clears throat> Briseis, uh 
Do you recognize this by chance? Unfortunately. The crescent moon? Yeah. <clears throat> well, this so, not the first time we've seen this. No, this was hidden behind the fur in uh, Orid's house. Right, the same one you drew on the grave. I'm now starting to think that might have been a bad idea. Where's Ulfric? He left after the service, right? The only other person connected, as you described, the only one I can think of has to be Oslafa. Then it sounds like we will be visiting both of them outside of town. Aye. Well, shall we? Let's do it. Okay. Cool. So are, that's, does that the move you're heading outside of town just to look for Oslafa and for Alfred? Okay. Uh, first, I want to go back to the grave and like kick the symbol like on our way out. <laughs> like, Okay, yeah, so you go back up to, um, yeah. It's like, oh! <laughs> We're taking a detour. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, let's see here. Well, there is, yeah, so the main gate to the town is actually, like, right past um, that, that wooden church. So, yeah. Perfect so, timing. I'm yeah. just, like, disturbing that, like. Man, where, where are you up. going? I'm getting rid of the possible weird symbol that I drew in the ground. Right. <laughs> I don't want to be buried in a pit. Cemetery. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so as you go past that grave, it's still very fresh, the ground that was just, you know, the dirt that was just placed back into this, this grave here of this child. And you you can still see the outline of where you drew that and you move it out of the way. But as your foot does that, you just displace a lot of dirt because it's still just very fresh there. Um, as, Yes. Okay. All right. Um, you... I'm going to pretend I fixed it. What's that? I'm pretending that I fixed it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Just to make myself feel better. All right. So is that the move? You're heading outside of town now to try to find these people? Uh, are they by chance? How how far exactly do does do we know their houses? Um, okay. Yeah. So their house. Oh, give me an education roll. To see exactly. do. Given my luck so far, this is not going to end well. Yes, 62 versus 40, education fail. Okay, so you don't know exactly where they would be this time of day, but you do know that, um, let me see here. You do know that um, Oslafa's father, Guthlaf, lives here in town, and he lives sort of, let me see where this is. Here, lives here. It's a very small shack right below the parish church. That's where they live. But obviously, you know, they do most of their work outside. Um, outside. So you don't know if they'd be below the church now, or you don't know if they would be in the fields up here outside of town, which is just directly north out of Totfer. <laughs> Not too far. Well... Perseus Merwin, uh, as you might know Merwin, her father, Oslafa's father, Guthlaf? Guthlaf. Guth, <laughs> Guthlaf, yes. 
Goose, Goose. Hate these names. Goof, Goofloff uh, lives not far uh, from us in town. However, I cannot say where they might be. They might be out of town uh, in the farms. I mean, should we just swing by their home before we head out just to make sure so we don't have to backtrack? Precious? I agree. Let's first go to the house and then possibly the field. And if they're not home, then maybe we can just take a little look around. Well, we will put a pin in that, Merwin, but understood. What's a pin? To... <laughs> we have pins, Merwin. <laughs> uh, to the house it is, then. Okay. All right. So um, you go to that house. You, it takes you a while to get across town as you leave the eastern side um, and you make your way to the western side. Um, it's, a, it's a very small... Basically, it's like a, it's like a lean-to. Um, so this is where Guthloff and um, Rowena, that's his wife, and their daughter, they all live there. They herd cattle, swine, and sheep through the fields up north, um, but mainly they work for Oswin, the Thane. Um, but he willingly entered himself into the servitude as pay, repayment of a debt. Um, so there's not really, um, there's not really much else that he has other than his family. Um, as you come upon this shed and you do see him there as his eyes, uh, raise and meet you. Oh, Daniel, uh, is that you? Hello. Hello, Ruthloff. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, hi. <laughs> I, 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 hi. <laughs> How may I help you? Yes. <laughs> We are looking uh, <clears throat> for your daughter, Oslafa. Is she by chance in the fields? Is she here? She was going to run some errands. Um, she's not here. What business do you have with my daughter, Smithson? Simply searching for a friend. <laughs> Good laugh. You know me, old friend. I do oh. know you, Smithson. I do. And you won't try that shit with my daughter. Calm down, old man. <clears throat> oh! I'm 31, okay? I'm a young man. Wait, is it... Is daughter, like, 18? I was very young. Okay. okay. Alright. <clears throat> That's up. Never mind. <laughs> Stop worrying about your daughter, old man. We might be losing a friend. Wow. Wow. So yeah, so this this reminds me of the of the of the what was it last episode? The um, I'm not sure. No, it was the part where you reach the, the village of the goat people and the guy just goes, Who just says, Who are you? And we were just like <laughs> Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this is that. Okay. Anyway, okay, so back in it, he basically, he just keeps wondering, like, what business do you have with my daughter here? We're trying to find someone she knows. <laughs> we need to find her to find this person. And as you interject, you know, you also are in the service of the Thane here, um, but you you mingle upon the, the higher status, so just you interjecting in this added a certain, you know, Okay, yes, yes, um, 
Um, I honestly have no idea where she is right now, but we can, well, I, I, I can help you find her. I, I, I sent her to the market, um, but that was earlier. No, I sent her to the field, and then, you know, I actually saw her, um, working with, with, with Alfric. Yes, so, he was moving some things of his own into his father's house. What a shame. I think he's taking over that property there. Yes. We're literally right there. <laughs> we what? were just there, Guthlaw. We were literally just there, and we ran here trying to find him. But we could have just walked next door. Okay. What? Nothing. I'm nothing, Guthlaw. <laughs> we're absolute dumbasses. What? <laughs> All right, thank you. You've been very helpful. <laughs> and we go back to the... Yes. Hang on. Yes. Would you still like to join us, Gutloff? <laughs> or are your old knees too weak to carry you? <laughs> I'm not old, Smithson. Um, you know what you can do? I'll take a sip of that bottle you got there. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Is that mead? I'm getting delirious. <laughs> am, am I? Oh, wait, I still have it yet. <clears throat> It is mead, and what business do you have with this? I like a good drink every once in a while. Yes, but one more, you look, well, decrepit enough as is. Damn it, you bald-headed Smithson. <laughs> if you don't... Uh, Take your mead, old man. We're, we're, go <laughs> we're going to find your daughter. All right. And he grabs a bottle from you. Um, he has not much. He has these two very... Almost like bowls, but this is what he drinks his water out of. He pours, um, he pours a drink for himself and he pours a drink for you, his friend. Um, offers it to you, um, not to you, Merwin, or to you, Bricius. I mean, uh, yes, Bricius, um, but to Daniel Smithson. He's like, man, yes. And as he brings it to his lips and takes a sip, now I'm and offers you as one as well. Nope. Um, I am going to inspect that glass or cup. <laughs> okay. Um, you want to give me a natural world roll? Yes, if it was, you said it was a, like a, what style of cup was this? It's just like a little bowl. Like, it's like a, a very bowl? small little bowl. Natural roll failure. Oh, oh surprising. Oh, 73 so you, versus I only 70. Only three points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, are you inspecting the bowl or the, or the mead? Oh, I was inspecting, because I know what the mead is. I was inspecting the bowl. Oh, Shit. Making it's, sure this bowl ain't poison somehow. It's a little dirty, but you know he grabbed it up pretty quickly, and he's drinking out of the other one. <clears> and you do know you do know this guy. You know exactly where he lives. You've known him for a while, and you have this rapport with him. Well, uh, <clears throat> I'm not one to drink on the job, Guthloff. Uh, but if we succeed in what we are attempting to find out. I would love to have a drink with you. And I'll hand it right back to him. Mm. And he just looks at it. Downs it. Cool. All right. So you all go off, right? Yep. All go off. Um, so right back to where we were. Well, um, as you're approaching, um, give me listen rolls, all three of you. Oh, no. Oh, dear. Daniel Smithson fails. 
Brisius also fails. I got a 15 versus 20. There we go. Success. Merwin hears a struggle inside of Alred's home. Not quite sure like what exactly it is, but there's movement. There is something. There is multiple people and there is a rustling. I just take off running. Towards the place? Yes. Okay. Hoping Man, they're the smart hell? enough to... You might want to follow me. They're fighting or something. All right. Okay. And you do hear a male voice. You hear a female voice inside as well. I swear if we... I'm nervous about what this could be. As you're running, and you, you know you run, you run there as fast as you can. Um, dexterity roll. I just need to, oh. yeah, dexterity roll, please. Berlicius pulls out his sword at the same time. Okay, That's okay. Success, Thirty-two versus seventy. Okay, yeah. So you get there just in time. Before you r- r- round the corner, you hear this s- scream. You hear a scream, and as you're about to round that corner, a large figure, like, bursts past you and just walks away. They have this cloak over their head, and they just keep walking. They're very large, but as you look inside, you see Alfric on the ground, basically, like, sprawled out, his eyes wide open, his face in fear, as his chest cavity has been just, like, hacked open. Above him is um, Oslafa screaming as she's looking down upon him. Um, and you can hear this cacophony of, 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 of snakes around the building. But this person just keeps moving and moving and moving and moving and moving and moving away from you. Um... What do you want to do, all, all of you? Okay, um... I want to go after him. Correct. Or her. Or whoever. We'll, we'll move on the, uh... We'll move on the figure. Melwin, can you help us laugh? I can certainly try. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Be so careful. It sounds like they're snakes. Okay, great, great, great. So you two <laughs> go after the figure that's walking very slowly, quickly away. Um, very large um, in frame as they're, 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 they're stepping <clears throat> there. Um, Mayor, when you go inside, and Oslafa is almost in fear as she sees you. <laughs> no, 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 and she's shaking her hand, hands in front of you if you get closer to her. No, 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 no. Don't hurt it's all right, me, please. It's all right, it's all right. Don't hurt me, no. I, I'm not going to hurt you. Stand back, and she pulls. Just like, me. She, like, re- re- tries to search around to find a knife. She finds one, pulls it up, and she is about to just fend for her life. She points it at you. Please, don't kill me. No, don't do it. I'm not going to hurt you. We Persu- need to get you out of here. Persuade. Okay. 52 versus 70. Success. Her, her, her. Her hand lowers and she just starts crying, looking down at Alfric. Briseis and Daniel are in hot pursuit of this figure. You there, stop! Dexterity rolls to see if you can 
makeup with it. I mean, no, this is a lot of rolls, but. Ah, 61 versus 50 failure. Oh my gosh, really? Damn. Yeah, so, so, we're too old men. Failure. <laughs> so, as you, um, as you try to go after him, he is basically, he's moving too swiftly for you. It's almost an unhuman grace that he just, he weaves his way through the buildings of Totbur, making his way north back towards that gate that might lead outside. Um, that's kind of where you have the idea that he's, that he's going. But as he sees that he has the upper hand against you, that his stride is beating yours. He spins around, and Briseis and Daniel, both of you look into the face of Daniel Smithson. You see yourself looking back at you, Daniel, as he brings the axe to his shoulder, spins around, and keeps going. Fuck that. What? And that is this episode of Spot Hidden, y'all. Oh, what? Uh, my mother is asleep in the other room and almost certainly just heard me yell. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh well, my god. Thank y'all for joining me tonight. Um it's been a great time. Wow, thank you, Dick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank you, Dick Osium, for sponsoring us. And Oh yes, you know, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Um, thank you, Chaos. And thank you, investigators, for hanging out with me um tonight. Um and stay tuned for the very next episode of Spot Hit. Anything else from any of you? You look shocked, Marilyn. Quick question. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. We'll come back next week. Let's play next week and we'll find out. Uh, real quick, I, I just want to do a quick shout out to Chaosium Inc. Uh, thank you so much for this uh, giveaway to us, uh, Miss Catonic University. We cannot wait to play it. You know, thank you so much. Yeah, yeah. I have a coloring book and the investigator's handbook, but I'd have to get up to get it. Yes. Yeah. And uh, as I'm wrapping behind me, the good old-fashioned starter set. <laughs> I got a, I got a couple of Chaosium goodies here that sent us. Um, thank you for Pulp Cthulhu. We got Gateways to Terror. Um, Doors to Darkness. So yeah, all of you, you know, go check out Chaosium's website where you can buy all of these goodies as well as the goat that we are playing right now, Cthulhu Dark Ages. I also bought Children of Fear and. I'm very excited for it. <laughs> Yo, when we run that, that's going to be legit. Um, I'm planning on being an investigator in that game because I always run these games, and Carly um, will be running that for us. So. And we're probably not streaming it, but... Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> but, like, it'll be it'll be fun. I'm just very excited it'll for that. It'll still be fun. So thank yeah. you to all of you, and more importantly, thank you to you um, that stick with us here, that watch Spot Hidden. Yes. And please subscribe, follow um, on all of our platforms, and stay spoopy, y'all. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> that could all be our right. catchphrase. Stay spoopy, y'all. Yeah. Happy Halloween. They're Pretty gonna th- brand. They're gonna think we're southern, okay? How dare what? they think we're southern? Ain't nobody down here from the south. <laughs> Absolutely not. Peace, y'all. <laughs>